This is the Aja Wisdom Podcast. Hello everyone. Today we are going to discuss something game changing for every one of you. Knowing your passion, what matters to you is critical. Being in the Asian culture, we are being branded as the cheapest guys in the market. Therefore, we end up working our butts off to build a house and buy a car in our whole lifetime. Having worked with many thousands of professionals and academics, I know that branding and marketing don't seem to be our strength. The question is, is this the way forward? No, 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 no. Let's break the ceiling. Let's present ourselves as the subject matter expertise and the authority in our own domain. No more cheap labor. That's it. That is not the easiest job to build a credible brand. You must invest your time and energy and the focus on your personal value and branding. More importantly, you need to master the art of strategizing your game. I'm Nirosha Madam Pitigi, an Agile strategist and a keynote speaker. In today's discussion, I am one of the expensive brands in Sri Lanka are going to talk to you about this crucial subject. Finding your niche, personal branding. This individual has built a greater brand around his subject matter expertise. He's none other than Charit Virasuriya. Please join me welcoming Charit onto the show. Thanks for joining Charit. Uh, thanks a lot for accepting my invite. It's it's my pleasure to host you. Pick your brain, basically. <laughs> Thank you very much for inviting me this as well, you know. Charit. Yeah. Well, I yeah. want to start the discussion is yeah. talking about one area that is hugely overlooked. I think if if you ask, go and ask anyone, hey, do you want to be great? They will say yes, why not? But if you ask what exactly you want to be in 10 years time, if you ask 100 people, I'm sure, right, 90% of people will fail to give a reasonable answer, say this is exactly what I want to be in 10 years, 20 years, 25 years time. Now, my question to you is, should we start figuring out our personal vision? As an individual, should we think of a vision? Yeah, it's a very difficult question to answer, but I think picking up the passion is one important thing going forward in your career. Some people find their passion in early ages, like 14, 15, but some people find it at age of 65 at some cases. So if you have a vision and mission, uh, a clear vision and mission, it will be very easy for you to move forward with you, whatever you do. So that's the important uh, thing to remember. But having said that, uh, depending on the situations happening around us, things can change suddenly. So we have to be prepared for that as well. So whenever we are picking up a mission, what but the most important thing is to be true to yourself. You know, do, by doing this, what are the gains that I'm going to get? You know, because you don't want to be engaged with something that you don't like for the rest of your life. Because it's going to be a sort of a, uh, it's, it's going to be a sort of a work for you. You know, it's not going to give you anything but uh, some result that you're expecting like money or the other thing. So because you are not enjoying what you're doing. So the result of what you do can be, you know, uh, can be can be something you're not enjoying. So that's the hardest part about that. So I think before you uh, do anything, you have to ask yourself that. Is this something that you like to do for your rest of your life? What is the mission and what is the vision and what is the value that you're trying to create with what you believe? So that's the important starting point for everybody, apart from looking at the monetary value, because that's what's happening uh, in most cases with the uh, young uh, young people who enter to the you know uh, 
working environment. So this is what they are mainly focusing on. So I think it's a very important topic to figure out what exactly you want to uh, do with your life, especially like as a designer for myself. So I always uh, curious about the things around me, you know, how this made, how, why, why this and why that. I always question everything uh, around me. So that's what makes me a designer to solve these problems and, you know, help businesses, help people to get the clarity that they need. So that's the mission I was after. So I think having that broad vision and mission is important to start your career, in my opinion. Just complimenting what you said, finding the vision is a simply finding a bigger goal to chase. You know, my, my, my strong stance is that I think being in Asian culture, we chase very narrow dreams, right? It's either to be a doctor, engineer or a lawyer. Now, I, I went through that, you went through it. I think even today's kids go through the same, same hassle, right? There's no way every one of us can become those three prof professions, right? I mean, those are great jobs, but it's not for everyone. Definitely, you know, my, my, I spent and wasted about good 18 years just wanting to be a doctor. And I and today I know that if I, I, if I become a doctor, that's not, my, that's not the right job for me right? Uh, it's not because of the, the job is bad. It's just that, you know, that's not what matters to me. That's not my passion is. So this is one problem right now. This is where I'm actually coaching my own 11 year old daughter to think bigger, right? And I, I definitely want her to succeed in her education. But at the same time, I want her to figure out what really loves doing. Right. It, it doesn't matter what it is, but I want her to figure that out. So as a parent, as a guardian, I have a responsibility. Right. As individuals, we also have responsibilities to look around and help each other. If you see that someone is, you know, trying to be too smart and, you know, thinking millions of money that the person trying to earn. And I think I believe we have a personal responsibility to just stab the fellow and say, hey, what are you doing? Right. I think that's missing in our society. We kind of go through the traditional thinking, believe that we have to go for those big professions to be successful and live our dream. With that, I want to get into the next important question that is very much connected to this. It's about the passion. Now, another buzzword is this. Everyone talks about being passionate, finding out their own passion, but no one, no one seems to figure it out clearly. Now, my question to you is, how do you figure out your passion? How did you figure out your passion, uh, Charit? If you, if you think back, reflect back. Yes, I think the, the biggest thing about this is that uh, the people that we associate in the daily, you know. So we have to, as a young people, what I'm always trying to tell them is that try to discover areas that other people don't discover. You might find yourself in there, you know, because uh, what happens is usually we listen to a lot of uh, thoughts uh, from our parents, from our uh, friends, from our elder people, you know, because we believe them so much. We have respect in our culture for the elders. So we tend to believe everything what they say. I'm not saying that they are lying to you, but they are talking according to the knowledge that they accumulated or the experience that they have. So they might can be wrong because they cannot really understand who you are. But what I'm always saying is that listen to your heart, listen to what your heart says is clearly there. Only the thing is that you're doubting yourself that, okay, you, I might not get succeed in this. I might not get, uh, I might not doing this, you know, having this bigger goal inside your head is very important thing to start, you know, but what I'm saying is all the time, try to find a big niche, not just the micro niche or macro niche for that matter. Always trying to find one segment that you're really excited. You feel more happy. You are more passionate about, you know, we all have that thing. You know, it can be travel, can be medical, can be accounting, management, design for that matter. You know, for me, I love art. I love design. I love everything to be nice and beautiful, different. So that's who I am. 
I, I knew this, but I didn't know that what, what should I do, you know, because back in the days we didn't have this clarity or this information that we need to figure out what to do. But in today's generation, it, it is much easier for you to find out all this information. You are one search away, one click away. You can find certain different things that you can do with your life. So the important bit is you have to enter to the discovery area. You need to discover yourself with the different, different segment. You need to read about this. You need to read about that. You need to experience this. You need to go there and visit something because this is the observation period that you gather as much as information about the things what's happening in the world. Don't look inside the window in Sri Lanka what you can do or it's a government job or it's not this company that I wanted to be joining, or no, I want to do this, you know. Just don't look inside here. Just always think about the world level and think what's the missing thing that you are ex expected to complete, you know. You have to think bigger. Always you need to think bigger. Discover new different things and find out what exactly make you excited, first of all. You know, I'm excited to see nice, beautiful things. I'm excited to see nice, beautiful solutions for people's problems. This is how I was growing up. And I always wanted to do things differently, even though I get a lot of criticizes. So I always step back and thinking that I might be crazy. I might be wrong, but you're not crazy. You are. That's how all these new things that we are engaging. That's how all these new things are happening. You know, for instance, uh, if some if if I ask somebody, let's start a taxi service, but we will not buy any car. Everybody will say I'm a stupid person, right? Because it's, it's not possible. But it has it has happened. That's what's called Uber. You know, they don't they don't own any taxi, but they have done that. So that's the sort of a mindset you need to enter into when you want to be, when you want to find what is your passion. So you need to think about. A, a bigger problem, a burning, burning problem that is important to solve in this world. So when you figure out that, you can work on towards that step by step, not overnight, obviously, but you need to work step by step. That's where you can have a good passion. Like even the world's richest man, Elon Musk even have a mission. <laughs> you know, he have a bigger problem to solve, like a huge, huge problem to solve, right? He may expect him to have a, you know, <laughs> a city in Mars, for instance. You know, how crazy is that, right? You you should also have not that of big of a dream, but a sort of a bigger dream. You know, that's, I think, the very good starting point. Excellent, Charit. I, I love, I love it. This, this is one area that I invested hugely uh, since the last four years. And the, the growth is massive. Right. So I managed to shift from just a, being a project manager to someone who is kind of uh, strategizing and helping the big uh, organizations, uh, leadership teams to adopt the project management strategies. Now, if I ask myself, if I reflect back and ask myself, hey, what was the different, difference uh, between what I did and what other project managers would have done? The clear difference is starting with that bigger bigger vision, bigger dream, right? Because I knew it's just not just managing a project. Doesn't matter how 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 big the project is. It can be the big, biggest project in the world, but you are still a project manager, right? Now, when I wanted to become a agile strategist, I had to strategize myself a lot. It, it wasn't a tactical game at all. It was it was it was started with a strategy. How do I get into this particular niche? was my question, right? My starting point was visionizing myself five years down the time. I mean, I'm still within the four years, right? I'm still in the uh, in my fourth year, but I have been able to grow much, much better than what should have done and achieved being a project manager, right? It's not the job, but it's, it's what really deserves as a person, right? What is your, what is your excitement? What is your thing that you really want to be doing, right? So this is why I really uh, encourage our younger generation to think bigger. Being in the universities, uh, what I see is that they have a very narrow dream, right? I mean, they haven't thought anything beyond just starting a job. Whether it's a software engineer, a engineer, database engineer, electric engineer, I mean, 
most of us just stop there. My my advice, as you suggested, you know, think bigger, right? Think something bigger that you don't think you can achieve in your lifetime, and I'm sure you are going to achieve it, right? So just again uh, talking about the passion chariot. Jim Brown said, if you ask yourself, hey, what's my passion? It's a kind of a strange question. Instead, ask, how do I be successful? It's a broader question, as you said, right? So your, your question has to be broader enough for you to get a broader answer. So if you ask yourself, hey, how do I be successful? Then it will tell you, I, in my definition, being successful is helping a lot of people, thousands of people globally. Being successful is earning millions of money. Might be one, one critical aspect, right? Just one thing. Being successful is having a balanced mindset, enjoying your life, relaxing, all that come into that question, right? Now that is where I think, you know, a lot of people think, you know, I don't enjoy my life, right? I do, I do better than anyone else because I know what I really want to be, right? Uh, you know, you know, starting with the, 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 the spiritual practices, the economical, you know, social practices, the, your profession, everything will have to come together for you to be a fulfilled person. So you got to figure out your niche. You got to figure out where you will be happy. I think that's crucial. The thing is that uh, you need to find this perfect balance, you know, because sometimes when you find your passion, you need to uh, listen to yourself and see, okay, how you have to set your measures, like how you want to be successful, right? So people might say, oh, I want to have this much money end of the day, but success doesn't necessarily can measure by the money, how much money you make, because you need to enjoy the process of doing it because otherwise you will end up having a lot of money but you, you you never enjoyed your life you know that's why it matters to find your passion so you can enjoy while you, while you are earning money you know it's not that you earn money and then you're gonna you know have a, like a happy life you know you can you can have this perfect balance if you start with the right mindset uh, you know always thinking like how can I help other people you know, that's the important bit in this generation because earlier generation, it wasn't like that. It was all about sales. It's always all about marketing. It's always about advertising, trying to cheat people, trying to get their money. There wasn't a big mission, right? So that's why you need to start with the right mission and passion or helping people and just try to, uh, you know, make sure, you know, whatever you do is valuable in their mind, you know. They fail in love with you because what you believe in, you know, what your passion is, what you're trying to accomplish with your life, you know. That's what I think the most important factor to remember. Deepta Jayaratna has a great comment, so I have brought that on screen. Identifying your passion, trusting your gut, looking at the bigger picture, thinking out of the box, entrepreneurial mindset are the key to success. Absolutely, Deepta, thanks a lot for adding this comment. I'm sure, you know, this creates a lot of clarity what your direction should be. It's, it's, it's looking towards your life, thinking about what you want to become 25 years, 30 years in your life journey, being happy, right? Most of us mess this out, right? I mean, you can, the thing is this, right? You can work your butts off, but still be happy, right? The, the trick is finding your passion. If you are not on a thing that you are not passionate enough, you are going to suffer, right? Absolutely, I mean, because, because I'm sorry to interrupt because it's very personal to me because uh, sometimes I have been working like 18 hours, 19 hours a day, you know, because I love exactly what I'm doing. I love designing, I love solve problems. So I don't feel tired. I don't feel like I'm doing, I'm working. I feel like it's the most favorite thing about, about my life, you know. So that's something, that's something that you need to pick, pick, pick it up and scale up, you know. That's the important uh, thing because otherwise you will feel like you're working. You feel like you're tired. You feel like I want to stop. No, I cannot do this anymore. You will, out of, you will be out of your motivation. Like, okay, no, I cannot do this in, anymore because I'm tired, you know. So, so yeah. That's, that's important, yes. Excellent, excellent. The most of people are now aware of the value. So the result is either undervalue or overvalue themselves. 
how to find your current value proposition so this is a question i had for a long time the thing is this right when you have a comfortable life you tend to believe that this is it you have reached the pinnacle of success that is it but it's an illusion the it, it does not have a limit right the value you can create is absolutely limitless as long as low as long as you direct your mind correctly now this is where we see great great humans like buddha right if you talk about the spirituality i mean how how come someone become a buddha fully enlightened how come someone become someone like uh, elon musk right uh, how come someone become someone like oprah winfrey uh, winfrey how how come someone become someone like tony robbins it's all depends on their mindset right so my question to you is in going in thinking big wanting to be become so successful how do you measure your value proposition how do you know what the value you can offer yeah uh, it's a it's a very important and very difficult questions to answer as well if you ask like because finding your value is all depend on how you think about what you do you know how confident are you how skillful are you on this thing you know what is your market situation these are the tangible things that we can look into it you know these are the measurable things you can look at it you know by doing a research whereas the demand for whatever you do is it a big enough problem that you're trying to solve all these are all these things gonna depend on all these uh, all these subjects are matters you know you need to consider uh, all these uh, subjects in order to define how valuable you are but if you have enough confidence and passion and believe uh, and right mindset i think you can you can value uh, as much as you can like it's a, it's limitless you know but sometimes we often get into a, a certain situation uh, like we are overvaluing ourselves you know because in this market is very competitive things are happening uh, like changing a day by day you know so you need to have this self awareness about this self awareness about the uh, current world you know not just the place that you live in not with the clients that you are working but you need to look into the uh, global level like what's happening in us markets what's happening in middle east what's happening in other uh, other areas of the world so you need to have this self evaluation about your skills and what area that you need to improve you know what skill set skill set that you need to learn you know these things can really help you to find out find out your value you know how i i express value is from my uh, not from my technical knowledge you know as i am a designer i didn't show off my designs i, I didn't show off my uh, skill of how to do designs you know but versus i try to emphasize on my human qualities the way i communicate with them the care i have for them to solve their specific problems and also you know how i'm how passionate i am you know because because more i think about people more i think about uh, doing something my value increases that's the only thing that happened to me to get a more value than some of the designers in sri lanka because i believe they have the talent talent alone doesn't give you any value because it's almost become a mandatory thing like if you want to become a designer designing is something that like a basic entry level requirement to do something better in design that's the basic basic very like it's a primary uh, requirement to be a designer but now it's more than that for defining your value you need to have this soft skills we call it creativity we call it problem solving we call it activism we call it uh, many different things basically the emotional intelligence that what matters to increase your value so that's what that's how i increase my value even though my skill set is average i do, i'm not going to deny that because i'm i'm humble enough and i have self awareness about me what i can do what i can't do but in this world the skill set is not the only thing that you can score skill set is the one thing that can give you an advantage but in this complex world when you're dealing with people what matters the most is to have the 
good human skills soft skills you know the care the passion you have that's that's something different but when you, when you come to work your creativity is important whatever the segment you are in so all these factors come into play when when you defining your value so you need to ask yourself these questions like how skillful i am what are the human skills that i have am i communicating enough my uh, you know thought process like how you going to communicate what you think is important because you might know a lot of things you might have a lot of experience but if you don't know how to communicate it to another person try to empathize with them you know it's going to be very challenging to even though you are valuable you cannot communicate it you cannot market it you cannot advertise it you cannot wrap it in a nice brand and present to the people try to you know generate uh, more connections with them you know uh, because end of the day people buy people people don't buy the people with the most skillful person they don't buy it they buy the person that they feel in like when i talk into with the clients when i trying to address their problems they always connect with me because i do really care about them rather than how much they're going to pay me of course i'm going to get my value but first you need to connect with them understand their problems and try to define whether if this is a bigger problem solved so i think some clients i have i'm saying always sometimes that this is not the right uh right connections to work with because i feel my value is higher than what they are trying to pay me so that's how you're going to define your value by understanding about yourself a little bit more as well as the, as the market a little bit more yeah excellent yeah good great insights charit glad you know uh, that i'm i'm, I'm asked, i asked that question from you now uh, I, I would like to add a few uh, comments to what you have been talking about here now one thing is again you know but when i think of myself my question started what are my offerings as a as a professional as a project management professional what can i offer to the people around me that includes the organizations now when i asked that question myself it wasn't easy to figure out then i had to spend some good time energy on it figuring out this is my value proposition because that is what your game changer would be now if you want to become someone special in your community in your domain you need to be unique up to a level right example if you think of project management as a profession being just a project manager you might be the one to earn the lowest money and you would also will see project managers earning as double as what you earn now the question my question was what is the difference now i invested a lot of time it was a it was a, a long journey where i had to do a lot of lot of dedication right the moment i decided i'm going to i'm going to emphasize i'm going to uh, create a stronger brand myself i i started doing a lot of work after office right basically from 7 to 12 30 was a minimum space because it's a lot of time right now if you believe that hey i'm a project manager earning good salary you're not going to do that so that that is important so figure out your unique offerings right then invest more time and energy figure out how do you get it up to a level where you can sell it example speaking now i have been in a big uh, very famous uh, speaking club i mean there are much talented speakers than me but none of them earn what i earn through speaking right it's simply because of positioning strategizing it's it's a strategy game remember that so if you want to create a create a brand identifying your offerings emphasizing on those offerings and you know ensuring that you develop them up to a level you can earn money is essential and as as you said charit i let go a lot of lot of training opportunities simply because they look for the cheapest price i say no i'm not going to compromise below this figure because i have spent my 40 plus years of life developing those skills and people want me to be cheap i'm not going to do that right uh, so this is a this is a missing link charit right i know you know i have been working with coaches at the same scale 
their offering is free sometimes you know in one instance actually it's very very uh, sorry to uh, talk about these things right uh, there was one company uh, looking for a speaker one person reached out to me asked asked me i said fine i'm i'm happy, more than happy to speak up then person asked you know what's what's your what's your uh, rate i i said x amount right they never came back then later two weeks later i found that right a colleague of mine who is at the same level has offered that talk for a very cheaper price <laughs> now that is i think you know this is one of the challenges that i face personally that most of us will face in this community because there are enough people to sell your service your competency is cheap don't do that you got to value your your service your competency so that i mean if someone is not ready to pay what you ask for that tells that they don't understand your value so no point talking to people like that because they really don't judge your competency correctly right because it's like you know telling too many things to a kid who does not understand what exactly i'm talking about right so this is important let me let me share you something from my book uh, i wrote a book on personal branding a uh, few months ago during the covid uh, this is actually co-authored with one of the influencers from australia who is my colleague dino pashela so let me bring one page from that talking about this how to find your value proposition is our question so you will see that your value proposition talks about three aspects number 1 is the basic needs example charit if, if you are a designer as a designer there is a default job expectant you got to have that job in you otherwise uh, the competence is in you if you are a software engineer there is a basic need there are a set of basic requirements so you need to fulfill them the second thing is pain points now this is one thing that we don't pay enough attention on so if you want to build up your brand around the great offerings you need to start questioning what are the pain points the community goes through what are the pain points that the companies have that is when you understand okay these are the things that i must address these are the competencies that i have to pay more attention on it's always better to solve a pain point than a basic need but the thing is this if you don't if you are not in a position to fulfill the basic needs you can't think of pain points right if if you are not good enough as a software engineer as a designer as a project manager you can't think beyond so you need to ensure that you get the capabilities required to do a good enough job second start thinking what are the pain points pain points are critical these are the pains that the community goes through the organizations go through third aspect is the gain creators these are value additions no one complains about them but providing you are able to facilitate some of these gain creators people will be appreciating your presence right you're going to make their life much better advance their life contributing on those three areas so uh, think of this as as a canvas a template for you to structure your value proposition so think of what are the basic needs that i'm going to offer what are the pain points that i'm going to talk about what are the gain creators that i have to offer that will give you a greater opportunity to focus this is the ajar wisdom podcast now in the next segment what i'm going to talk about with charit is about the niche marketing now why i call it marketing is you got to market yourself you are not going to put out say you know put out the figures first right but still you are, you you got to market otherwise you know you end up in situations where people will offer the same set of features uh, services competencies for a cheaper price that does not work 
right? So I have seen greater brands ourselves, uh, Charit, right? So there are there are there are individuals who earn uh, many thousands for one. Now, if you if you talk about my one of my expert uh, domains, uh, speaking, uh, that's that's a world champion in us, right? And and if you look at their their rates, it's it's absolutely proud to know that Sri, being a Sri Lankan, they are in a such a higher higher authorized position. So it's not just thousand, two thousand, three thousand. It goes up to ten thousand dollars for a keynote, which is one hour long. Now that's the that's the level you can go for. Think of it, right? So that's no limit. The limit is up to you to decide. But you've got to do your hard work, you've got to figure out your value proposition, you've got to strategize yourself. So now let's talk about the niche. So Charit, if someone wants to find out their niche, let's talk about a metaphor, right? As a designer, someone wants to find out his or her niche. How to go about it? How do you find my niche is the question. Yeah, <laughs> the thing thing is like we we uh, the all the throughout this conversation, what we talk about is finding out your passion, right? It is important factor in order to finding your niche, right? For my advice is from my life experience, all the questions, all the tough questions that I have to answer, or the uh, the difficult problems that I have faced, my my uh, suggestion is. To find a bigger niche first in your early career, study as much as possible in that. You know, for instance, design is for me my niche, the bigger niche. Okay, so I was learning a lot about design, and I get into three uh, D designs, I get into architectural design, I get into a lot of different design segments just to experiment it to see where I will find my success, where I will find my perfect balance between uh, financial and between my uh, you know my happiness end of the day you know because we want to be happy we don't want to be sad by doing anything right so I enter to the niche called a bigger niche I, I would call design so what you all have to do is you will have to find this bigger niche what exactly you're gonna uh, discover more deep into it in life is always about finding this big thing first and then study enough about it and then find what exactly the next one let's call it a, a level two niche you know for instance for the designer as a designer what i enter towards end of the day after discovering all these design segments i want to be an uh, advertising based brand consulting and advertising based designer so i found niche in niche you know a bigger niche and then i found a smaller niche Right. So then in that, when you progressing towards, you know, discovering about advertising and brand consulting, then you can find you can even niche down a little bit. So I think this is a process that you can do. You need to find a high level niche and then you need to go about a little by little experimenting and thinking uh, how the market is changing, how the people needs are changing, because in this life, we always say chase after people need. You don't want to be doing something that you like that nobody cares because you need to define a marketplace for it because otherwise you cannot monetize it and you will soon be demotivated and you will go out of passion because uh, because your passion will go away you know because you're not earning enough you're not getting a good return yes you're happy about it but nobody pays for it for the perfect scenario for me about finding your niche is the ikigai concept that's the motivation that i had in my life because the when you when you when you figure out this ikigai uh, ikigai uh, concept it's going to give you the clarity that you need because that's one exercise i have done because my life been very complicated with a lot of problems that i faced because i came from a very humble beginning like very few thousands I earned when I started the career. I didn't have this clarity what I wanted to do with my life. Even though I had this passion, I didn't know how to execute my plans. I didn't know how, where to put my step into because I was so because I had to spend like uh, like five six years of my life just to figure out what to do with it. You know what I should do, what career I should go after. Like so, when I found out this ikigai concept, it's helped me a lot. 
because it says what you love to do, what you can do, what the world needs, and what pays you well. These are the four important factors to match in order to find your niche. If you can find this, uh, these four things perfectly, and that's the area that you need to work on, even though you like it or not like it, because that's where you can be have a perfect balance in your life with the money and the life you can have a perfect balance you can be happy you can be earning a lot of money and you have a bigger mission and passion so you can go more you know the, the places that you never never imagine yourself you know because the what you love is something that you already know it's, there's not gonna lie about like is you know what you love right if somebody says oh, okay eating is my passion i wanted to eat it's fine. You can be a perfect food tester. You can be a cook. You can be, you know, it doesn't really matter. You love food. You can, you can find about, you can find certain way of making money. All that, what matters is your soft skills, your creativity, the way you approach to do what you love. You know, it's not that you do something like uh, without uh, creativity, without a new innovation, you cannot, you cannot score, right? So the thing is that if you if you take designing for example okay there are designers who are getting paid like 15000 rupees in sri lanka and there are designers who are getting 15 lakhs a month in design so there's not a problem in the niche that you pick it's always about how you approach to the niche in in any segment this is the same thing like uh, uh, like he was explaining it's like niroshna was explaining that in coaching there are people who do it for very cheaper money and there are people who charge like billions, millions for for one thing. All about your creativity, your soft skills, how you define yourself. So that's the important bit to understand what you love, what you can do. Because there are certain things we love to do, but we cannot do. I love singing, but I cannot sing. But it's fine. But that's something that's it is that is not something that I should follow, even though I love it, right? Because I cannot do it because. How you come to that conclusion is by trying out. That's why I said in your early career, try as much as things that you can do. Then you will get the self-awareness about it that, oh, okay, I'm good at it. Oh, I think it's nice. Get some feedback from your loved ones and see how it goes. So that's how you find what you love and what you can do. But I will tell you one thing. If you love something, if you believe in it, if you do it consistently, you will get good at it. Because that's what we call law of practice, right? If you practice certain things for a long time, you will become good at it. Because I never born design. I never a born design. Yes, I might have some skills in artistics and the way I was thinking is fine, but I was never born as a designer. But I kept practicing it for certain years and then I become good at it. So that's what you love, what you can do. That's two things you're gonna figure out. So then you're gonna see what the world needs. Is design something the world needs? Absolutely, everywhere is designed. Even the chair that we sit in, even the t-shirt that I'm wearing, even the branding, we call it UI, UX designs, the engagement, the experience that we are experiencing with the softwares and the platforms, all are having a design aspect. They all solve problems. It's something that world needs. So I figured out, yes, design is something that world needs. And obviously there's a big market for it because people need it. So when you tally these this four things, the way of living in Japanese is called Ikigai, right? So when you, when you find those four things, I think that's the great starting point for you to pursue, find a niche. So you know exactly what you need to be doing. So it's always a matter of finding your soft skills, add into the mix and multiply it. And see what works best and multiply it. See what works best, multiply it. Always, never, ever, ever sticking one thing, even though you find the niche, because for, for the design, I was always doing a lot of design because I was a gen design generalist. Because when you uh, when you get into an agency, you've got to do a lot of different things, from a business card to bigger holding, to TV commercials, to websites, so everything you have to do as a generalist designer. But when I scale towards my career, I learned to adapt to the market requirements because in, mar in some markets, for instance, the print designs, now it's not something that you should be following because now the print designing is becoming a little bit, you know, saturated because the digital media is emerging, right? 
same thing happened with the people artists that who wrote letters on the uh, walls and all that right the addressing was like that because there wasn't a printed medium right so if they didn't adapt to uh, people who create fonts or the people who uh, you know uh, do more typesetting and stuff like that then what can happen is they're going to saturate they're going to uh, you know they 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 won't be able to get the value so it's important to find your niche and adapt and evolve according to the market situations right that's the only way that you can you can keep increasing your value for instance for me i was always designing nice beautiful things but now i'm more of a design thinker versus a no more of a design creator because the creating design is becoming a more easy things now there are thousands of designers to get your things done but the person to think about it something that you need to work on even though the artificial intelligence or any other things in the future you know might can benefit from design thinking because the ai's might not be able to think as a human at the end of the day we do all these things for the humans today so that's how you need to adapt you know because i'm taking my example to explain you better how to think differently when you even though you are in the niche because you don't want to label yourself for one thing because that's the most bad thing we are doing we say we call it okay i'm ux designer okay i'm not doing anything else now you always need to learn everything around your niche you cannot forget the your main niche because if there's in saturation happen like let's say tomorrow there is a tool to do ui designs once you do the all the all the wireframing and everything your your ui designs will be done according to your brand colors and everything so what's the use of you being a ui designer right so that's why you need to you need to be more creative you need to be more proactive and also you need to learn other aspect of the design even though you master one thing that what we call uh, because sometimes in the industry it says like uh, the jack of all trades master of none right so that's why you need to learn everything there's no no barrier to it but you need to master one thing right and you need to define that thing in the most creative and most effective way according to the market situation because end of the day we also want to see result in monetary values as well because we need money end of the day right because yes we do what we love fine yes it makes me happy end of the day you need to be have a you need to earn money as well right because otherwise it will be just a mission you know it will be just a, you know <laughs> you will out of you will get out of the motivation like when you have all the problems in your life when you don't have money when you don't have the value that you think you are valuable you will get frustrated that's that's happened to everybody it's not for you it's not for someone else for everybody so it's important to balance this thing i think ikigai is one of the greatest tool that you can use to find your niche love your insights uh, charit i think you you nailed you nailed it <laughs> you nailed it for uh, everyone uh, one of us who is uh, listening to us will be watching and listening to us as well because this particular talk will be uh, converted to a podcast and will will be uploaded into all major podcasting platforms as well uh so if you know someone who will benefit this do share that this with them because i mean that's the least help that you can do to your colleagues like what we what we have uh, uh, tried uh, sharing our insights with you you could do the same thing even though you are not the the spokes people so do share it with your uh, friends and family and i'm sure you know this will add some value to them so this is what i have been doing for some time for few years uh, going into almost every university in the country talking to the younger generation shedding some light based on my own experience because if i look back i came from a very very challenging uh, background uh, you know my my village uh, was not having anyone who could speak english so i made it a priority myself not knowing where i'm heading my uh, you know it's very funny uh, charit it's basically what jack ma did i went behind the tourist to speak english right so from that time i have come a long way i i became a lecturer in 2000 struggled for the first 3 years very badly 
I almost felt like leaving that job. I never thought speaking is my job. But today I'm a speaker. I'm I'm going to international uh, platforms and speaking up. I'm training a lot of internationals as well. So what I'm what I'm bringing this up is just to shed some inspiration to you ahead if you are listening to us, because your mindset, some of the practices that work for us might work for you. Start thinking of them. So I'm going to ask Charit, can you just tell us top three advices if you say advisor slash your insights. I think that's a more friendly way of putting it out. So what are the top three recommendations that you can talk about for the people who are watching us? Being a Sri Lankan, I, I want to focus the message for our, our community first. Uh, hopefully that might relate to others as well. So what are the top three lessons that you have learned? Uh... No dream is bigger, like if you dream big enough, you know, hmm. uh, that's the one thing I want to tell because people are thinking that, okay, we, nobody care about us, but the problem is that we always find to, you know, uh, put ourselves down, like, okay, no, I'm not going to make it. This negative mindset never going to work, right? Hmm. You have to be positive, then you are halfway there already. Because that's what's happened to me. I always challenge myself to uh, do this. Always be positive. I never be negative about it. So this is the main thing that I want to tell everybody. Yes, you're not gonna you're not gonna succeed overnight. You're not gonna succeed uh, uh, within a day or two. Not even one year maybe. You have, but you have to keep believing in yourself. That's the that's the that's the most important thing I want to talk about because people always put themselves down thinking that I cannot achieve this, I cannot do that, I don't have capacity, yes, because it's your first chapter, but you're not gonna, uh, that's the thing, like, if you have this right mindset about, I'm gonna achieve, I'm gonna have this positive mindset, we call it more you know, attraction, you know, you attract what you're dreaming, what you're thinking, you know, because that's the important bit, you need to set your mindset, you need to challenge yourself, you need to be your own challenger and be better than what you did today. So you can achieve the best of best. So always challenge yourself. Don't challenge. Don't try to uh, like see if if you are a designer. Like I, I'll take that as an example. Okay, I'm a designer, but I, if I'm taking this whole design industry, I might be a very simple, a small person. That's what we always compare. We don't compare as a person and person. Every person has their superpowers, right? For instance, if you take a like a check chessboard. There has a different, uh, you know, uh, different characters in that, right? So the pawns goes one way, the knights goes another way, the queen has more powers, but sometimes she also fails, right? So that's how we are as well, right? We might not have the powers that other people have, but we can be the small pawn that for promotion towards the queen as well. So that's why you need to find your superpower and believe in that and chase after that. So that's the whole thing I can tell about that. So start, keep believing in yourself, keep pushing towards your goal. And that's the, that's the best advice I wanted to give it to you because that's what I, I see. Uh, most of people don't consider them, like, consider much, you know. And the, and the other important thing is don't, maybe this is like a very uh, critical thing to say in, in, in a platform like this, but never chase after money money will find you money will eventually find you when you believe in your some, something and you keep doing what you're doing eventually money will find, find you that's the important thing because people go after money 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 also how to make big money how to make this much money but that's not should be the, the deciding factor of what you do hmm. it's called Simon Sinek's golden circle explain is better why to why why you do what you do? That's the important question to answer. Because if you don't know what you are doing, why why you are doing what you are doing, there there will be no value. There will be thousands of other people who do the same thing. Then you will get into the price war. You know, yeah, okay, that designer do it for two thousand dollars. I should do it for one thousand nine hundred dollars. This is the struggle that you're gonna have. And end of the day, one guy will do it for five dollars, and another guy will do it for four dollars. That's the way. That's where it's heading. 
because there's no different case, there's no value proposition, there's nothing. So that's why, because the money is a floating factor. You might have billions today, next day you will can be even in debt. Things happen like that in life, right? So never depend yourself, your life on a floating factor like money. Money comes and goes. And if you have right mindset, right passion, right skill set, right human uh, skills, you can always make money. One way or the other, you can always make money. So never be worried about how much you're going to make, but be worried about who you are, what you are, what you want to do, what you want to accomplish with your life. Always have these key areas in your head before you do anything, you know. So that's the important uh, message that I wanted to tell. So uh, I think you you, you captured, uh, you covered uh, the next question. So I, I just want to add one one more thing to what you said here, uh, particularly being an Asian or a Sri Lankan in particularly. Uh, one thing that I would encourage every one of us to do is to figure out our value than being a cheap person in the community, right? Because don't don't support that brand, don't support that uh, perception we are cheap. Go against it, right? I'm sure you're gonna lose a lot of pictures, you're gonna lose a lot of offers, that's okay, right? If we don't do that, we will sell our expertise for the cheapest price possible end up working throughout our life just our dreams would be just building a house and buying a car most of us will not do both right we just do one of them that's because we are not earning enough we haven't branded and marketed ourselves the way we should right now why i'm saying this i'm in the the high, high highest paid industry it industry I mean, we can't just demand for a higher price if you don't have the right competency, right? The first thing is you do, you develop your competency up to a level where you can demand and learn that art. Because, you know, when I coach, I, I also do coach individuals uh, simply because I want to help the individuals to brand themselves and know their value, right? And, and, and then the salary scale for a project manager starts from 100,000 and it goes up to 400,000. Why? It can't be right. It, it has to be one, one, one. You know, common ground. Why do we, why do we become so cheap, right? There are multiple parameters that you have to correct. One, individually, you need to be aware. So that's what we are talking about. Uh, as a, as a community, we need to uplift our our profession, our competency, uh, particularly the companies, particularly the people, the folks who are working in the HR space, right? You need to give the right value to our people right don't you know don't bargain for the cheapest price i mean figure out the right value and there's no question about that afterwards right uh, yeah. so don't try to put put the salary down by hundred thousand it does not help as a community yeah. so as individuals we need to uplift our our understanding awareness ensure that it's okay to lose one opportunity than just going cheaper is a critical thing that i strongly suggest you start adapting yourself with that Charit, let's talk about the last question uh, in the last question what i want to talk about is I, I want you to think think through your life think through your career bring out just one productivity hack that really works for you once you share that i'm going to share one thing from my end so two productivity hacks that we believe the top productivity hacks that we that have worked for us that probably will work for you. So what is your top productivity hack for those who are listening and watch, watching us? Yeah, the, the most important thing is that uh, in life you have to, have to sacrifice something in order to do something, right? Because you cannot have everything, right? You know, so in this way, whenever you have something, think about what's the most important thing and prioritize it. That's the thing, because you you will miss out a lot of things, but find out what matters the most at this stage and just focus on that and do it. Because 
let's say you have a car, you have a motorcycle, you have a uh, public transportation like a train, but you want to go to a destination, right? Mm. You have to pick one. If you want to go comfortably, pick the car. If you want to go faster, maybe pick the bicycle, right? Mm. If you want to go cheaper, go to the train. So that's how it is. You have to sacrifice one experience in order to uh, accomplish your goal. So think what's most important factor for you comfort or the fast or the cheapest so that's how life is you you cannot have it all you cannot play it safe you have to take risk you have to see what matters the most at this moment and do it that's that's the important thing that happened to my life because when i leave sri lanka i was so upset about it because my mom is here my so many personal connections but i know one way how i can get more value is changing the market and uh, do a job in another country. That's how I came to conclusion. So I prioritized that. I sacrificed a lot of things to be with my mom, to have a uh, culture that I grow up. I had to sacrifice everything in order to accomplish that. So in life as well, even though in your work as well, whenever you design, think about what's the most important thing. Whenever you do something, what's the important thing? Because if if if, if it is not have like a millions of value, don't spend too much time. Too much efforts don't do that just use enough time to do that thing as quick as possible sometimes things are like that that you know you might believe that okay no this this design needs to go a lot of attention and all that but end of the day it doesn't matter to him just need some small design to get it done quick as possible so that's the that's the end goal you need to decide that you need to take action and see what most important and prioritize it otherwise you will end up doing thousand one works zero result Love it. Love it, Charit. So this is my my number one productivity hack. You pretty much covered, I think, one of the key important uh, aspects of it. Now, my, my stance is this. Every one of us want to be great. No one would say, I don't, I want to be a failure. Right? No one says that. Every one of us, every human would like to do great. But the question is, feeding the right thoughts to your mind, ensuring that those, those thoughts are helping you as an individual first place, because it's all about investing whatever the time, whatever the energy in you first. If you don't become the person you wish to see in the world, in others, you're not going to do any good, right? So investing oneself, ensuring that you really understand what exactly the person you want to be throughout your lifetime will give you enough clarity to become the person you want to be. Now, here's the trick. Why I wanted to bring this up is simply because we tend to find the shortcuts. Wanting to be the most genuine person, you can't bribe while driving. When the police cops stop you, if you are the one to bribe and escape, you will never become that person. So there is a there is a trick here. Being comfortable with the uncomfortable is absolutely a game changer, right? It's not just to earn money, quick money, to gain quick success, but to live a life that you really will be happy of. Now it's not the easiest thing, right? When I when I designed a chariot, you know, I was I was bribing, right? So for a longer time, it's it's very normal, right? Uh, you know, if you ask a, when, uh, if you ask someone who is driving, when a police cop stops you, what could you do? They will give you the strategies to escape, not to do the right thing. So I was conscious enough. I started thinking, what should I do? I decided I'm not going to bribe even if I have to go to court, right? That conscious decision allowed me to navigate through any given situation, right? I don't have to bribe. But the thing is, it's not the most comfortable thing. So the lesson there is be comfortable with the uncomfortable. When you see an uncomfortable situation in front of you, don't just bend. Don't just find the shortcuts. That will spoil your dream. That will spoil your life. At the end of the day, we all want to be happy, right? When we die, we don't want to be unhappy. We want to think like what we have lived the life that I'm happy of. 
irrespective of what we are doing. So in order to do that, think big, act daily, do the right thing, be comfortable with the uncomfortable. I think this is good enough for us to stop. So what is the last few words that you want to tell our audience? Never settle. Never settle. Go out, chase after your passion, you know, the, what you believe in. Never change yourself because a lot of people will try to change you. A lot of people will try to influence you. You know, that, that's because what, that's what, we, what they know, you know. They're always going to tell you according to what they know. They, they don't know it all. Everybody doesn't know it all. You know better about yourself. So talk to yourself always. Start loving yourself a little bit more than you loved before. So you will start to feel more confident about yourself, the decision that you're going to make. So always start listening to you. Don't listen to all the other people's all the time. Yes, you might get good insight with the other people's fine. Just try to think like, you know, have this emotional intelligence, you know, self-awareness is important. Have this emotional intelligence. It's not all about IQ anymore in this, you know, coming years, you know, it's all about emotional intelligence. Be an intelligent person in emotion. It's gonna give, it's gonna take you to the to a place that you never believed that you can achieve one day. You know, it's important. So make sure that you listen to yourself. Be true to yourself. Don't try to dramatize anything. Don't try to, you know, be like an actor. You know, have this, you know, this self awareness. I know who I am. I know what I can do. I know what I cannot do. I I know what I can promise you. I know what I can deliver you. Don't try to fake it. Don't never fake it. Just be yourself. Just live your life and everything will be fine. It's just a matter of time. Excellent. I love the entire talk. Thanks a lot for your time, Charit. Appreciate the time spent here because it's it's a lot of lot of energy, a lot of time uh, that you uh, consume here. With that, uh, we are going to end up this particular talk. Thanks a lot for watching us. Thanks a lot for uh, listening to us. Do share this video with your colleagues. I'm sure what we discuss here is not about us, it's about you. And it's, it's conveying the strong message that being a Sri Lankan, being an Asian, you got to do good. You got to identify your value, go to the world and win the world. Don't be a victim of cheap labor. I'm sure you have everything that you need to sell yourself right way, brand yourself right way, and I'm, you know, may the force be with you. With that, take care. Thanks a lot, Charit. Thank you very much for having me. Cheers. Bye. Yes. Bye. This is the Agile Wisdom Podcast. 